To me, it was weird because um, to me, if you have somebody from the actual community, who knows? Who, who, who's going to work with them best from people who actually knows the people that are in the community? Right. right. Because if I see you in the community and I know you in the community, I will trust you more than likely complete, compared to a complete stranger. Yeah. Right? So that's how, for myself, it worked out. Okay. okay. Because I got to work in my community, like nice. compared to others in that era, right? Mm-hmm. But um, it started off there. Um, I worked as a youth worker, and then, you know, time went on. I did other things, but I always went back to my community every summer for the last like twenty years. Okay. Going to the barbecue, showing support, even if I'm not the one actually doing it, I show some support somehow by providing donations or just just being there as a person from the community. Your community will appreciate you for right. that. Right. So respect. That's where it started. And um as time went on, you know, I was in the streets still. I did a lot of crazy stuff back in the days. But <laughs> you know, I'm a father of three. Right. And um as time went on, I wanted to do more than what they were visually seeing. You can't win. Talking a good game. You can't win. Topics never lame. You can't win. Win, 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 win. win. What's up? I'm Marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the Particle Sons. Let's start the show. Like, comment, subscribe to all of the above. Yeah. All streaming platforms possible. ParticleSons.com. You hear us, you see us, YouTube. What's good? get into it today today we have a guest with us we got sling tell, tell the people about you and you know give them a little taste of preview of who you be i go by sling sling dads a lot of people know me i used to rap back in the days um doing music i'm a community worker doing a lot of things in the community providing resources and services and yeah i do my thing you know that's what's up that's what's up He's here to survive the shit smooth says. Uh, so let's get into some things and stuff, whatever. I'm going to start with the polls, polls of the week. We'd love for you to jump in and stuff and give us your input on them as well. First poll of the week is, is it right to pay children for good grades? How you feel about that? 75% of people said no. No. I think you should reward them, but paying them cash? Yeah. No, I think... Um... Incentives is, is good. Incentives would be definitely good. People should be rewarded for doing good things. So, what if you did pay your ch- your children? What like how would how would you how would how would you think you would pay them? Would you pay them like ten dollars an A or twenty dollars an A? Because we're in times of inflation now, so you know people move a little bit different. Um, if you're talking about cash, if I had to pay. Instead of giving an incentive, mm-hmm. um, it depends which child. Because I have three sons, right? Okay, and right. I would have to, you know, as a father, Gage it by the range. Yeah, like I would look at it like in regards to what they would think is more a value to them at the moment, and would be cool to take. Yeah. So you know, my first son, he's bigger. He's going into college though, so he would obviously get the most. Nice, congrats, respect, and um. My second son, which he would, he likes money, but it's like, he doesn't really care the amount. So I would probably just give him something just to make him feel like, okay, I got You got something. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, you didn't need to leave him out. Right. Yeah. But then the last one now, I think he would be the one to get like the, the middle money in between oh. the first one 
and what the second one would get. So he okay. knows about commerce. So he knows about the the, the cash flow. Well, he he's a little advanced, even though he's the last one. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. you can't sleep on the younger ones. Yeah, I can't sleep on them no. for sure. <laughs> what about you, Smooth? How you feel? Yeah, you know what? It's I I think the same way. Like it's good to incentivize them. Um, I I don't mind cash, but I wouldn't stick to that just alone. Just to make it seem like that—that's the only type of reward that you could get mm-hmm. for producing good grades. But um, mind you, I have um, a fr- uh, friend of uh, of the family's, um, my actually my wife's family, and he would give his kids like, like, like crazy amounts for like just producing A's. Yeah, and they would they they took they took on the challenge because. Bread in their pockets. It's bread in the pockets. So they would just they would produce nothing but A's. And he said, you know what? At at the end of the day, he went broke. <laughs> I, I yeah, he goes, he went broke, but he goes, I don't mind because he looked at it as an investment, right? Like I paid for them to get these grades. It, it was that 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 motivation that they needed, and they took it upon themselves. They produced at the end of the day, right? Right. Maybe, maybe some of them might have had other ways of getting that grade. But they produced at the end of the day and, and he ended up rewarding them for it. So let's say you had a child that they had lack of motivation for like grades and stuff like that or for school and stuff in general. What in what would you use more the incentives? Like what incentives, how would you incentivize them to step their game up and stuff for decent grades? Well, again, um, just just the the awarding, right? So if they have like a specific, like let's say okay, they 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 have like a specific uh, rapper that they listen to. Okay, and we know like this rapper is coming in town like a specific time, right? Mm. I can say to himself, okay, listen, I know you really want that that you know, so and so is coming in town like let's say December. Hear what? If you report that's around the time the the the, the 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 report cards come up. If you got some good enough marks, yeah, at that time of the report card. I spread on, on tickets. You know, what I mean? we'll 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 go together. We'll either we'll go together, or you know, we'll we'll pick one of your friends and we'll go and we'll enjoy the moment because you've earned it, mm-hmm. right? Nice. And it's, it's so it, there's something that now he's not looking at it as a chance to put money in his pocket, but a, a chance to have an experience, right? Right, and and it's a chance for you to provide that experience. So, like I said, you know, it's not always the 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 money that you can you can incentivize and you can you can do it with but just even with their interests it's true no because i feel like there's some parents up like even some parents might be listening to this and they're like well how the hell do i go about it or what do i do give me a suggestion right and that's a good that's a good suggestion and stuff because it's kind of it's leaning into their interests already right so it's just basically like a bait and switch for them to say this is what we're working with let me try this because i feel like even even as adults if the government said to you you get no tickets, we'll send you $100 and stuff in your account. Right. Like a freebie, $100 and stuff. No no parking tickets, no no issues, no speeding tickets. A lot of people would change different to how they drive on the roads. Yeah. Yep. So incentives, I feel like incentives of work, cash, the Nero, money, I wouldn't really give to a kid. I'm working with the incentives like y'all. Right. Okay. So the next poll was is long-term planning for the privilege? And 64% say yes. How you feel about that, Smooth? We'll start with you. You know, I always used to used to think about that. Mm-hmm. But 
I know some people who are, you know, that not privileged, but they've they've set a goal. They, you know, they set goalposts mm-hmm. in mind, and I've seen them actually. I've seen them achieve it. I've seen them fight through stuff, but they've never looked at their situation of of not being privileged. Something can stop them from their plans. So, no, nah, I, I would I wouldn't say that it's it's something that's left to the privileged. Okay, sling. So long-term planning, I think um, it's good and bad. But I think for myself, I kind of move on that method. So is it is it, it is it is for the privileged? Well, yeah, I would agree. Okay. I would agree because really and truly, it looks like the way our lives has been set is like things are short-term. In regards mm. to how we move already in our lives, right? We kind of we kind of move like for the now, and not worrying for about later. yeah, not worrying about the later, right? Right. Other than the privilege, they have things that kind of set in place for them beforehand. So the now, the now was a nothing to them, but the later, well, I'm gonna say they, they're more focused on enjoying the now, but the later is already taken care of. Basically, right. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm with you on that, whatever. So I, I would say like, yeah, it is for the privilege because I look at it where you got mad amount of people and stuff that's living check to check and price hikes, everything and stuff is slowly but surely going up. Now, I'm going to say slowly. I'm going to say at a moderate speed going up. You know what I'm saying? And then... There's nothing slow about this Yeah, price. and ain't nothing slow about this. If, if bread before was like $3. Now bread is about like 5 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're looking like this is a jump within three years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it wasn't like a 50 cent raise, like, you know, a 75. It's just like, yo, we're we going to take this right. straight $2. Right. I look at it and stuff as where if you're more concerned about like treading water and surviving, long term is not even in your, your books. That's why I feel like when it comes to the hoods, a lot of the lotto tickets and stuff get bought up in the hoods because people have no other outs. Mm. That lot of ticket might possibly be their, their long-term planning. Right. Right? Right. And the funniest thing is even you saying that, even if people have that as their out, mm-hmm. the tickets are not being, um, the winners are not being in those communities. Facts. Yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. Is they're like in bump up nowhere somewhere. And you're looking like, <laughs> I done bought $30 worth of my money. I could have put in the in the house, yeah, yeah. but I took a chance. It didn't pay off and stuff. And then not a lot of things. You got to do it like twice a week for one, yeah. twice a week for another one. So it's kind of like that money does add up and does deplete from, I want to say, some people's income, household income. Yeah. A lot of people are winning online as well. That is right. true. That's a right. new thing right now, right? That is because true. The demographic, like you said, in the community, they'll be buying the tickets, but they're not winning in that location. And those are tickets that are people. We'll spend. spend. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, shit. Okay, man. Um, so tell the people, man. This is this all about you now. Let the people know a little bit more about you and stuff. How long have you been doing what you've been doing? Uh well, I've been doing community work forever, to be honest with you. Um forever me give us a time, like a circa. Um, I think when I was around 17 years old. Um, growing up at Jane and Chithui, for those who know Chichaway, that's where I, you know, I grew up in stuff on the Jane Strip. Um, I started to want to get into the work field and stuff like that. And at the time when MT- TCHC was known as MTHA, they were hiring. What me. does that stand for? 
Um, TCHC is like Toronto Community Housing Corporation. Okay. For those who know, it's like housing projects in the city, throughout the city. Mm. But back in the days, it was MTHA. Okay. So it was like Metro Toronto, sorry, Metro Toronto Housing Authority. Okay. Okay. So that's what it stood for back then. But I was hired to work with them as a youth worker at 17. But the funniest thing is when you're working with them at that time, you're not supposed to work in your particular own community. They would oh. actually send you out to another, another zone. housing community. Gotcha. Because there was like some conflict of interest or right. whatever the case may be. You would favor your own hood, obviously. It's it's fun. Don't mean to cut you, but it's 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 funny that you mentioned that because when I was working at um Chrysler on the auto line, uh, the youth that was doing the job opposite to me, mm-hmm. he just uh he just got through with I think it was Peel Police Force. And so he was saying, Yeah, he had to he wanted to do it from a long time, but he had to keep going to outs- outside of his communities because the exact same thing that you said. Once you become a police officer, mm-hmm. they don't let you patrol within your your community. You gotta you gotta go like to like a different region to do it. They have their conflicts of interest in regards to these things, and it's weird. But Pretty much. Anyways, it worked it's, out for me though. It's, it's 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 funny to hear on that level, but to hear that it, it even goes as low as just like working with just the community that they even considered out even like a, a bo- like a bothersome idea of conflict of interest to me it was weird because um to me if you have somebody from the actual community who knows who, did, who who's gonna work with them best from people who actually knows the people that in the community right, right. because if i see you in the community and i know you in the community i will trust you more than likely compete compared to a complete stranger yeah right so that's how for myself it worked out Okay. okay. Because I got to work in my community, like nice. compared to others in that era, right? Mm-hmm. But um, it started off there. Um, I worked as a youth worker, and then, you know, time went on. I did other things, but I always went back to my community every summer for the last like twenty years. Okay. Going to the barbecue, showing support, even if I'm not the one actually doing it, I show some support somehow by providing donations or just just being there as a person from the community. Your community will appreciate you for right. that. Right. So respect. That's where it started. And um as time went on, you know, I was in the streets still. I did a lot of crazy stuff back in the days. But <laughs> you know, I'm a father of three. Right. And um as time went on, I wanted to do more than what they were visually seeing. Got it. So I said, you know what? And for honestly, within myself I wanted to change. Besides even what I just said, within myself, I wanted to change, but I still was like, I was like, um, tug of war. Right. I like, I want to do something, but I still didn't find myself exactly of what I really, really wanted to do. So what helped you get to that discovery moment? So at one point, um, I was, I had a conviction for a charge that I had when I was, um, in my early twenties. Okay. And, um, I wanted to do more of my life. So at the time I wanted to clean my record. Okay. So I was referred to go to an organization called John Howard Society. I'm not sure if you know it. No. So basically they assist people in regards to cleaning their record. They do more, but that was one of the things that they actually do right. in regards to cleaning your record. And um, I got connected to them and yeah, I ended up cleaning my record. But while I was in the process of that, um, there was a young lady that I met that was um, telling me that I have to write a letter to the parole board in order for me to clean my record. So there's like steps to it in regards to 
cleaning the record. So when I actually wrote my first draft letter, she read it and she said, this is not good. You need to rewrite this. And, you know, you got to be more depth of what happened and how you feel and et cetera. So when I did all of that and I got through with my, um, my pardon, mm. she asked me, what do you really want to do? And it just came out. Community. Oh, so she, so you were still in contact with her after that moment? At that moment, I was okay. still checking her at the office and stuff. Right. And, and um, she just asked me, she says, what do you want to do with yourself? And I just uh, naturally came out and said, community worker. And then I saw a look in her eye, like, I, I can, can see, see that. You. Yeah. yeah, I can see that in you. Yeah. That, that's, that's good. You, you should really strive to do that. And I was like, because of she saying that, it kind of sparked something in me, even though, like I said, I wanted to do something, but it was right, extra push. It was extra push. I, I just you, didn't know exactly a direction, the direction I wanted to go yet. Yeah. And then just off of the look and the feeling and the energy. Mm. But even more so like her asking you and then like you do instantly in your mind, just it just coming out naturally, it's like just naturally just coming out. It's like at that moment, it was just confirmation to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, um, once that happened, I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I should pursue this, right? right. Maybe I should take this to the next level. And um, like I said, I was getting older and I said, you know what? Let me just try to apply for something. So I went to college okay. for music because at the time I was rapping. <laughs> I'm doing my music thing, but I wanted to know more the business side. And I wanted to go to school. I wanted to get that experience. I haven't been in school at that time for like, 15 years. I'm okay. like, I'm like, I'm grown. I'm like early thirties at the time. And I'm right. like, you know, let me just try this. So I went to Seneca first at York university. Okay. I took a course out there, independent music production and graduated, got a certificate diploma. And after that, um, I said to myself, I don't think I'm going to get much money off of music. If right. I do it the way I want to do it. Okay. Right. I didn't really have a team behind me. I have support, but you know, without dollars and the right connections and et cetera, et cetera, there's only so far I can go. Right? right. Correct. At the same time, I'm living real life out here. I'm a type one diabetic. I'm a father of three and things got to move. So right. I thought about going to school again. And I said, you know what? Maybe I should do this community working thing. So I talked to a couple of people that I know, and they actually took the course and told me that, you know, they're striving way better than how they were. And this is something that you've been doing, Marlon. So yeah, you need to do this. Like, you're just <laughs> right. not getting paid for it, right? So I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me see what I can do. And yeah, I just went to George Brown in um, 2017, did a two-year course, graduated and got my diploma. And yeah, ever since then, I've been working in the field, um, up. doing my thing. Nice, nice, nice. Good for you, man. Congrats, man. Um, what inspires you? Was it the children? Was it the life you were living? Was it the community? Was it you realized that we needed help as people? What moved you? Originally. I'm just a community guy. So I just like to, okay. I'm just naturally like, like seeing my people. 
I like right. to see my people them all around, happy, doing things, You're just in- enjoying life, right? Yeah. And at that time in my life, growing up in that community, mm. things was very, very negative, mm. right? And anybody who lives that kind of life and witnesses that kind of life, you're going to want to see some form of a change happening around you right. at some point. And um, not to say I'm the person that can make the big change, but I wanted to be Unconscious a I wanted to be a contribution at least to be... That's the start. Yeah. I'm yeah, a, you got to act yeah. and behave like the world you want to live in, right? Yeah. And so, it's, it starts from you. Yeah, so I think that's where it started for me without even acknowledging that that's what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I guess as time went on, I would say the inspiration that kept me going was to see that nothing was being done. Mm. Right? All talk, no action going on within the community. Or yeah. did they even talk? Well, people... Tr- you see, the thing is, I'm not going to say people never tried because I have mentors that still live in the community that still show me, you know, support that I, if I needed to this day, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But um, when you have the lack of resources and support on other hands, that person or the community can only do so much to blossom. So in regards to that, now me seeing that, I say, you know what? It'd be good if I can even try to do something in regards to supporting the community. Maybe start my own thing one day, come back one day. And that's what I've been trying to do right now. Good for you. That's that's been very, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. selfless, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, man, that's dope. I like the fact that you said that you're more a community t- type of person. Are you naturally, like, besides the community, are you naturally a people person? Yeah, I'm very people person. I, I'm very talkative. I'm naturally a person that just goes to people and just make conversation. And That's what's up. Funny thing is, even if I don't really know you and stuff like that, People naturally have an aura of just being around me. And they gravitate right. and right. they gravitate to my energy and stuff like nice. that, nice. which works for me. And at the same time, um, I didn't even notice it at first, but I notice as time goes on, just being my natural self, mm-hmm. things work out in that favor, you know? That's dope. Okay. okay. I'm always asking people now, since you're a people person, would you rather have five more friends or five less friends? I think about what you might ask for within a friend. Honestly, um, nowadays at my age, I would say less. Ooh. Because I have a thousand, <laughs> a billion, zillion friends out there. Right? Friends right? or associates, though? I would say friends, okay. but loved ones mm-hmm. or day ones. There's a difference. There's levels to friends. Right. So you have hierarchy to your friendship now. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Definitely. Because there's people that I haven't seen in 20 years and I'll see them today and I still consider them a friend. Right. Not because they don't call me to check up on me, whatever the case may be. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I do have people that I know that um, I consider friends and they don't feel maybe the same way I feel about them. Okay. Mm. So there's a that's why I say there's levels of friendship. They're, they're, they they consider me a friend. Right. But how deep is the friendship? What if it was a balance? 
Like, what if it was a balanced type of thing where, like, let's say, at times you would give 100 and then another time that person would give 100. Would you consider them more of a friend? Not just because of a one situation. No, several. Like, several like that, whatever, right? It's, a, it's even killer. It's like across the board. Yeah, it's like, you know, like... You do for me, I do for you. Yeah, it's not it's a question. question. Yeah, so we're not really keeping score, but we know for a fact that it feels at least equal to some to some footing. I didn't even call that a friend. I call that family. Okay. Well said. Okay. Well yeah. said. Like in that, yeah, okay. you can agree to that. Yeah, no complaints from this side, man. Like, okay, what type of social problems you see the most that pop up in the communities that you work in? Lack of opportunity in regards to programs. Mm. When I was younger... You felt like there were more programs? There definitely was. Not felt. I witnessed (laughs) that there was programs all over the city, Mm. right? From different levels. And as time went on, um, programs are cut. Youths are more outside with nothing to do. And things have to be youths figuring out ways to be creative, which some got positive creative, some got negative. Right, right. We already know how that go down. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's interesting when you say that because no one ever thinks about, like you always hear them talking about like cuts to like school programming and how it affects kids. But nobody really ever talks about like when they cut like the, the social programmings. Like how it affects the like the kids socially who may have not been may have not been getting like the after school programs at school, mm-hmm. but at least within the community, there was resources there for them that they had. Mm-hmm. Like for example, when I was a child, um, my mom, she used to work, um, you know, a lot of factory jobs and stuff back in the days, and um, she'd have to wake up like I guess four thirty, four, four, five o'clock, five in the morning, right, yeah, there for like six seven. And I remember those days, you know, she would be getting ready and I wake up with her and I'm just watching her getting ready and stuff. And, you know, I was old enough at that time to be on, like, left alone and stuff. And she would always tell me, you know, go to the breakfast club before school starts and stuff like that. And get some breakfast, Breakfast. get something, you know, going in your system and, you know, get some conversation going, you know, stuff like that. And Oh, she would tell you to get conversation. Like, yeah, because you're there with your friends and, you know, you're, you're, you're building, you know, you know. No, that's essential. Cause I feel like even that aspect, like in today's times, I think it's kind of lacking to, to say that because I feel like social skills is at an all time low now. Like even people who don't really communicate well, and this is amongst different communities and different nationalities in general. Yes. So that's what I'm saying to you in regards to how I see it now. Mm. Back then, we had more of that spread out the co- of different areas. Right. And I just say they don't have that in some areas, but program cut here, program cut here. Now these areas don't get it when this area gets it. Right. Right. So there's a discrimination from right there where it starts that they're getting lack of a support. Mm. You come home from school now. Mommy and daddy may not be home yet, right? Right. There should be an after-school program. You have a community center, but the community center is shut down because the city don't want to support maybe the repairs or the programs. Whatever the case may be, things are cut. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Now your youth is outside. Who's outside of the community? 
not to say the negative, but the people them who are doing whatever they're doing are like the mommy and daddies until mommy and daddy gets home. Right. So that's now your influence and your visual of what you see instead of being in the program where it's a safe haven mm-hmm. that gives you, you know, the support that you need to grow and blossom. Right. Let's see, man. I get it. Because I always look at it where you see like how you said your mom with the beginning piece, like, you know, eat and social. And I feel like the small steps in the household have a bigger trajectory into the world. Mm -hmm. But I think that I don't want to say it might be the world we live in, but I feel like there's certain kind of traditions and aspects we just either we didn't grasp to teach our children or we just don't give a damn. Oh, talk about it. Speak on it. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, it's a culture thing. Let's keep it real. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's yeah. keep it real. Um, a lot of, we're in 2023 and a lot of families still have that. But mm. culture wise, that's the problem. I'm not going to name the cultures out there that are actually holding it together. But us as a black community now, I would say it got laughed because mm. my mom's from Jamaica. She's born and, you know, she's raised here, you know, majority of her life, but right. she's a born Jamaican. Mm-hmm. I'm raised here just like majority of my peers. Right. right. Our parents are from either the West Indies, Africa, wherever the case may be. Right. Correct. And they're teaching to how we were raised. It's different than how us who are raised here raise our kids. Absolutely. So in regards to that now, that's where I see the difference because internet is raising our kids. Mm. Phones are raising our kids. We can still do what we do, but there's, like I said, there's certain nationalities out there that a phone, a cell phone is forbidden in the house. Internet is forbidden in the house. They don't even have a television. What's a television? Right? They see these things at school, maybe. But when they go right. back home, it's Bible, um, religion studies. I know exactly. Um, I know exactly what you're talking no, about. No, no, no flesh showing, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And this is something that these families has been doing from ancient time and still holding it together. Right? There's some, you know, through the cracks that obviously will get influenced because this is North America, right? And mm-hmm. times change. And some of the parents, believe it or not, they've changed too because they got a little hip, I would say, to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. But still hold their value to the core of what needs to be taught to pass on to the generation next. Right. Compared to us now, I would more say, not, not say purposely we're doing it, mm-hmm. but because of maybe the way we're raised here compared to our parents. When they were raised in their own natural countries. Exactly. Because what we would say is suffering, they laugh at compared Uh, to what they went went through. through. And what they went through, if we went through that, our way, a lot of our ways would be totally different of how we move. Mm. So I think all of that has a key play. Plays a factor. Mm -hmm. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. It, it just dawned on me when we were talking about like just traditions and stuff like that stuff being passed down. And I think the last 
the last um uh funeral that we had in the send-off, you know, they always do the 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 tradition of the singing and the dancing. And mm-hmm. and me and my sister was there, and we were looking at like like our older siblings and our aunts and uncles and and like some of those hymns that they were singing, I'm like, damn, who's gonna sing it for our generation? Because a lot of us don't know, know those hymns. And once that era's passed out, yep. with the, the tradition's gonna change now at, at these gatherings because there's nobody gonna be singing the songs, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna have to be doing something different in order to say remembrance or 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 celebration of life. By that time, who knows? It might be just we just play whatever music that did that person liked and we dance to it. That's going to be our new form of celebration. But yeah, when my sister was talking about, we were, we were thinking about saying, yo, as a kid growing up, mm. like these songs, I'm surprised I haven't known them yet because they've been sung at every funeral. You know what I'm saying? Like these are, tra- these are like traditional things and it's, it's just right. Once you hit North America, certain traditions like, you hold on to certain traditions you kind of let go to and then certain mm-hmm. things you're like, yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm here now and it's like, I don't really need to be doing those things and, and, and that's how some of the stuff gets lost. But do you look for like, I want to say a replacement type of thing for like, it's kind of like, all right, let's say if in Jamaica, let's say for example, when it comes to food, you know Sunday is rice and pea Sunday. Right. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you're not in Jamaica now, whatever. Do you even make rice and peas? Do you substitute rice and peas? Do you have wild wild rice? Like, do you do something to replace what you know is there? So, like, if the person, okay, if let's say there is a hymns and specific songs sung when the dead is gone, right? What do you use to replace that? Do you praise like Biggie, like you know, well, Puffy? I'll be missing you. Yeah, well, that's, that's, see you at the crossroads. Well, that's what, what, are you, what are you doing? What well, I was just saying now is, it, do we do we now go go to like okay, this was so and so's favorite songs when he was alive or when she was alive? create a playlist and we're just gonna we're just gonna jam and celebrate to the music that they enjoyed and loved because we're, how else are we gonna have some sort of co- cohesiveness well, it, like I mean, it, has, said, it has to be still done though right because right, right. I want to say it's still more all talk abstract type of stuff like make it concrete like we're moving fo- moving forward you know touch wood if we lose somebody we are gonna be doing this playlist right because we don't know this but then if there's nothing that's still being said then by the time the next person passes, nothing's there. Sit in silence. Right. Sit in silence, yeah. Right. <laughs> just sip your soup and just, you know, let's, you know. I remember the times when, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. If soup is still on the menu, who knows? <laughs> the soup maker might have, the soup maker might have gone. <laughs> These are the things that we, we, we laugh and jest, but right? But this yeah, is the yeah. things that you talk about. Yeah, when yeah. traditions are not being passed down no more, this is what happens. Yeah, yeah. The household, the, the small things in the household and stuff do have a sonic boom effect into the world. Thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think we just kind of at times tend to underlook it or not pay it no, no mind until it's part of the problem. Right. When then hopefully, you know, great minds can probably cook up like a five or a 10 point solution mm-hmm. to get to it. But if not, it's just kind of left in limbo. And then everybody's pointing fingers. Do you do it? Do you do it? Do I do it? Like, who does it? Right. And I think that that's the disparity that adds to the disparity why we're lacking certain type of things because you're right. Like in another country, our parents or other parents and stuff could have been doing things structured like this all the way down. And that's no internet involved. Mm. You involve internet now. When does the parental aspect to come in and be like, all right, look, we know this is whatever challenge you kids got going on. However, 
we have a tradition here. This is what we do. Right. And it, it sets a form of structure, but I feel like there's no structure. Yeah. It's like a structure, so it leads to uh, chaos. Um, let's get to some stuff real quick and some other things. We're going to come back. Uh, R.I.P. to Bob Barker. And his Price is Right fame and fortune. And he died at 99. For real, this time. For, for real, for real this time. For real, this time. Because they've been trying to wish him to be dead a minute. I think from Drew Carey took over. Right. They thought he had something. But listen, I, 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 I'll be honest. That's why I thought Drew Carey took over. I thought he had passed at that point. You're fucked. That was what I'm, I'm going <laughs> to be. Thing. I'm going to be one of the honest people to see. I thought, I already thought he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace to Bob. Rest in R. peace, R. Bob. Bob. Let me ask you, back in the day, I know when it came to me when I was younger and it was a sick day, that's getting watched. Price is Right getting watched. I don't know. Was it like that here in Canada too? Price is Right? Yeah. But that's an afternoon staple, bro. Oh, so it was a, so it was a morning for us. That, that, it was a morning that, for you? Was it that like... A, a, it was a 11, late morning. 11. 11. 11. 11. Nobody said what kind of time zone you was in. 11. It was like 11. <laughs> it was 11. I'm trying to what came on after it. Because there, there, there was a section. That between the between the ten mm-hmm. and 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 one, because at one I, I I couldn't touch the TV if I was sick. That was a soap opera time. Yeah. So back so yeah. back in the day for me, <laughs> I want to say, but well, I as far as I can remember, there was like that Sally Jesse Raphael Geraldo mm. Donahue mm. time. Right. Then it went to Ricky Lake. Right, right. And then if I'm there like battling whatever sickness, my mom is automatically is going to Bob. Right, right. So it's like. Whatever, come on down. Dun, 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 dun. And then that's popping off. And I just shut up and cough in silence because my mom's like, yo, like, yo, you want some more honey and lime to shut you up? I gotta hear these yeah, prices. Yeah, you gotta hear these prices. I'm like, are you going on the show? <laughs> I even thought it was a local show. You know what I'm saying? So I look at it, so I was like, I know one thing. This old dude right here with this icy white blanco blanco hair and this California tan mm-hmm. always got women on deck. Always. Always have women on deck. I think like accusations and things and stuff try to ruin a man's like fame. I don't care. I'm a ride with Bob. Bob. He ain't do all the things they thought. It was alleged. It was alleged. <laughs> it was alleged. But I mean, hey, when you when you're an old guy and you have all this bread and you know you got the young things around you. I mean, think about it. when you're in high school, hmm. the girls your age didn't want you. They wanted the what? The older men with the bread. With the bread. Isn't that wasn't that Bob? That was Bob. R.I.P. Bob. R.I.P. <laughs> you know, come on, Slick. You know. <laughs> it's truth or false. <laughs> I look at it stuff as where us as people, especially like the older we get, or let me say this, speak for myself, the older I get, a lot of the people who you remember as like staple names or household names, they're slowly but surely, like I want to say, they're not replaced at death. Right. But I want to say prior to, I want to say part of their legacy kind of falls off before passing. Okay. Right? Like I look at, um, well, let's say Sidney Poitier. Right. From him doing so much, so many things, though, especially within the black cinema realm. Yeah. It was shocking to me when me being like, you know, approaching my 40s, I was like, damn, Sidney Poitier. And then you hear a 20 year old, who? Right. What? Right. I was like, guess who's coming to dinner? 
like no, like the Bill Cosby flicks, the up and you know sat uptown Saturday night. Yeah, they're like what, who? And I was like, mm. do we like lose the legends and stuff? Like does it, does it, does it, does like the legendary fall off happen before they pass? Because just like Pee Wee, we lost Pee Wee Herman and stuff the other day, right? Right, right. And it's kind of like no one knew what Pee Wee was doing within that down period and stuff, and Pee Wee was still acting, just not on TV level like that. Mm. Yeah, right. But eventually, I feel like. We get the legendary fall off happen, and then when they take us from us, and then we're like, "Oh damn!" Yeah, I think unless you're like a like a fan of that particular person's work, then you're not really following them throughout their career. Because like a, a fan will, even if you you fall off and start doing like some B and C movies, mm-hmm. if a, if it's a bona fide fan, they'll watch you do the B and C movies. Whereas, you know, what I mean, the the rest of the world is. You're not that blockbuster artist no more. You're replaced by the next blockbuster artist, and this is all in front of my face. And if you think of if every generation we just keep getting a, a next blockbuster artist, then yeah, by the time we reach the 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 the, the younger generation, they're not gonna know the Sydney Poitier. They barely know a Bill Cosby. The only reason what know they they know a Bill Cosby is because he's been marred with scandals, right? So mm-hmm. unless you're there. You only know a Betty White because Betty White is active at her age exactly. in that realm, right? So unless you unless you staying like that, you're gonna have that career where it's gonna diminish before you pass, and people are gonna be asking, "Well, who are you talking about? This person who passed? Oh, they did so and so. They did so and so, but it was before your time." Would you watch a Denzel Tubi flick? A Denzel Tubi Tubi movie. I'd 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 love to see a Denzel to see which producer was able to get Denzel. (laughs) Which Tubi producer was able to get Denzel and what script they're giving him? I'm watching that. (laughs) As a fan, as a dedicated you you feel the same way too? Is Tubi not really that bad? I've been hearing about Tubi. Tubi Tubi is different. Oh man. I'm still trying to get through a flick, whatever. Um, it's called No Disrespect. The shootout in the beginning might turn you off. Like I've seen a couple of small little clips I would see on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, right. To be movies, they look a little interesting. Oh, okay. And, and, okay. And, and you know what? I I believe that if you're there, you'll find something that will be of quality. I just think that Tubi is just one of those 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 platforms right now that they'll give you their chance. They don't business though. You'll you'll just get that chance. If it if it if it's put in a certain production, yeah, and it may have a certain value to it, yes, they'll 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 run it, they'll run it, man, <laughs> they'll run it. Well, you know what it is? There's people that need support, right? That that's so it. that's the outlet, right? Which is that's good. it. Which is good. If you have it, if you have the production and everything done, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a platform where you can actually just put your finished work and stuff on, yeah, and at least for the people to get to see it and stuff. Because I feel like. A lot of things in the movie world wise can get lost in YouTube mm-hmm. because right. I feel like YouTube, yes, they do champion like extended play, like you know, podcasts and stuff and lengthy things like that. But when it comes to specific movies, I feel like if it's a low budget kind of film or what I would deem a low budget, it won't get the push because everything falls into algorithms on, on the bigger platforms. Yeah, yeah. When 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 it comes to the smaller platforms or things that are still trying to build. It's more of the views and the numbers. Mm. Speaking speaking of push, shout out to Nemesis. On uh, also on Tubi, started off on YouTube. And I was yo, when I seen this stuff hit Tubi, I was like, yo, that's dope. Because you're right. It's like that same thing. You don't get that the type of algorithms that you probably want on YouTube. But now you're here 
somebody's just flicking, wa- looking for something to watch on Tubi. Mm-hmm. You, you may not have even registered on YouTube. Here you are in a lineup with other stuff. And my, somebody's just seen it and they're like, let me watch that. To be honest with you, that's the only thing I watched on Tubi. I watched this. I, it's it's uh, it's funny because I watched. Yeah, yeah. I, um, the Push. the first one. Yeah. The um, I watched on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't. The second one I was gonna watch on YouTube, but when I seen it on Tubi, I was like, shit. I might as well watch it on Tubi. I already watched both of them before it hit Tubi. Right. But once I you know heard it was on Tubi, I didn't even know what Tubi was. Like I said. Yeah. I only watched. Only that on Tubi. So I don't even know much about Tubi besides this watching that movie. Nice. I never watched selections of whatever films they have to provide to the people, right? So, so do you... Okay, so what I'm taking this stuff is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Do you support your people just across the board no matter what they do, as long as it's something positive? Yeah, I would say 99%. 99% of the yeah, time. But That's what's up. I, I love positive things, you know what I mean? I may not agree with everything that they do that's a positive thing. Maybe what they consider positive may not be positive to me. Right? Correct. Right. So that's why I said there's a percentage. But anybody who's doing anything that's, you know, moving forward in life and, you know, trying to do what they got to do, they got my support, man. They already know that. Nice. Nice. Because nice. I feel like some people, they're, I don't say selective, but they're limited on how much support they would throw. Like, they will probably give like a word of mouth kind of pass by thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to say, like, to give a play or to give, you know, or even like a, a shout out and everything that might be too far for them, but they will support somebody they do not know. That happens to all of us. Yeah. Naturally. I think that's a natural thing to be uh, honest with you. Okay. You know what I mean? Because for example, I grew up loving hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. I'll see. I love, I love Queensbridge. I'm not even from there. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I'm QB, not even from there. Right. You know what I mean? I love QB. I love all... Every every artist almost that came out of there, mm-hmm. I listened to their music. Right. Right? Last week we were with Mob Deep or we were Havoc and, yeah. and, and Big Noid. Which I wanted to go to. Was it the Battle of the Beat Makers? Beat Makers. Yeah. I wanted to go there. Unfortunately, mm. I wasn't able to go. But um, me just, you know, growing up in the 90s era, listening to the music at that time and what they were living. And to me, I in my heart, I felt... You I can was, relate. I f- I'm living the same exact right. thing in that era. Right. Like, there's so much artists out there. There was no bias to me. Like, I would never really say that, oh, I don't listen to that artist from there or I don't listen mm-hmm. to that artist from there. I was just all around QB. Yeah, yeah. But then, let's talk about my own community now. I, I'm not feeling uh... everybody that will say that our artists is from the community. There's a new artists from the community now that are doing their thing and I support. Yeah. But, you know, over the last 15, 25 years and stuff, you know, a lot of people try to do their thing and some people I support in regards to, you know, say, yeah, do your thing. But then some people I would more support because I more believe in right. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So you... Uh, I'm I'm a fan of, you know, you're still willing to throw assists and you realize that back then you didn't throw the assists. Do you feel like because you never got thrown assists, now you're you're doing the assists? You know what? It's funny you said that because maybe I was throwing an assist and I didn't acknowledge it. There's times mm. we are throwing assists and we don't take the assists or probably didn't even realize an assist was being given. Oh, uh, right? yeah, that, yeah, the yeah. awareness is not there yet. Yeah, right. 
That's big. But in regards to that, I would say that and also, um, yeah, I I think I wish it was more visible mm-hmm. DSS if it was given, because I would have taken it instead of just trying to figure out my own way. Got it. Yeah. I want to say as considered an OG, do you feel like in your community and the places stuff here that you work in, mm-hmm. do you feel like you get your share of roses, fair share of roses now? Or do you feel like you're still planting seeds to a tree that you might not ever see, but your name will be up in the rafters? I think um, the respect that people give me that that I've gotten already, Mm -hmm. um, it's already been given. Okay. Like and you acknowledge that I feel that the ones them that never caught up yet mm-hmm. maybe won't ever catch up because that's not their their lens are different. Right. Right? Because their lens are different, they're not there yet, like we we're just saying, mm-hmm. right? Um in regards to people that I've grown up with, because I used to be like heavy in, you know, gang activity and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm known to maybe most people as an ex-guy member or somebody that's a street guy. And um, most of them see what I'm doing and they applaud me and salute me. and Because they see take their hat you, off you were this right. to where you are now. A lot of people want to do what I'm doing, but there's barriers. Okay. Like I said, I went and got myself cleaned in regards to getting a pardon. I kind of took steps like I said, in my mid early 30s, mid 30s. Mm-hmm. Right. While majority of my peers at that time were still highly, highly active in doing what they're doing. Right, right. And like I said, um, we all have to change one day, but it's like, you may have changed early, I may have changed late. There's... It's never too late, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, yeah. Some people, they have their time frame of when they snap out of what they're doing from wrong to right, right? Right. And like I said, people message me and or they'll see me in the streets and they'll tell me straight up that they're, they respect what I do. They're proud of what I do. Do it for us because there's people like you are doing it that we can't do it. And, you know, we're hoping that you do it on behalf of us. And I showed them that is what's, what's being done. Right. I think that's, that's that, I think that's kind of one of the things that, you know, I reached out to you and wanted to have you on the show because I know where you're coming from. You know what I mean? And to, like to be like, like I I I walk around now when I when I'm I'm back in in the neighborhood and I hear the I hear the unks, but yep, I know who I yep. I know who I'm originally unks too. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, exactly. and to see you to to see you know where you're coming from, mm-hmm. and to see how you've you've taking yourself now and become like that beacon in the community that's not only not only giving back but showing an example that hey not all not all paths have to go in a direction where where, where, where they're going it, it, you can change a path if you want to mm-hmm. so you that, are you know, but you are the author of your own story ex- exactly you don't control how it starts but you definitely have the power and stuff to know how you want it to end Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're writing your story each day, so the decisions you make and the choices and stuff, whatever, continue on to your path. This is now depending your hand. Mm-hmm. What do you do with it? 
you took the time and stuff. You took the initiative to make sure you went about your pardon. Mm-hmm. You put yourself through formal schooling yeah. to get where you need to be. And not, but greatness is stuff I wish for you, my brother. Yep. And also writing a book. So it's hey, nice. actually out for nice. that. It's actually gonna be released for the new year. Um, you know, maybe we could have you back but back when you release the book. That'd even, be great. Even, yeah, that'd be great. It's actually titled "Lost and Found." Okay. All right. One time I was lost, and I believe now I'm found. Dope. Simple as that. Dope. I'm with that. Yeah, I'm with that. Let me ask you one more thing, real quick. Who has more assists, a point guard of the NBA or a community activist? Because <laughs> I, I feel like a point guard only ha- rocks with like maybe a team of like maybe at max besides themselves nine people, right? And a community activist, they don't get the shine, but they touch so many people, kids, teenagers, adults, yeah. and then some. So if I'm if I'm getting the question correctly, when you say assist, I'm thinking more like support and back it. Oh, yes. So I would say the NBA. Oh. <laughs> I would say the NBA, my friend. Could they throw the money behind it? Is that what it is? Tell me why you chose the NBA. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Being a community worker, you know, it's great. It's a great, it's a it's reward. It's number one, it's rewarding. Okay. Right. Number one, it's very rewarding. Um I would say when it comes to community partnership and support from other organizations or peers in your field, mm-hmm. that needs to be more concrete in regards to doing instead of saying. Okay. Absolutely. I've yeah. noticed in my time doing this, I've met a lot of great people in a lot of great organizations that do a lot of great work. Mm, right. But sometimes because they're only in a certain position, there's only a certain role that they can play in regards to getting things done or making things happen that should be happening just by naturally being the position that you are in. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> I guess, yeah, because I guess... And we were saying stuff earlier, like a lot of pieces and a lot of jobs have politics Mm -hmm. in this place, but it's just that a lot of times you don't really know unless you go past surface level. Right. Right? Because even like with the whole music thing, Mm -hmm. you thought one aspect of the music industry, Mm -hmm. and then when you went to school and seen it now, you're looking like, this is not conducive to what you thought it would have been. But again, on that surface level, people don't know. Once you get in, now you know. Because with anything in life, nowadays you would say, you know, hard work pays off, right? Right. But hard work pays, but sometimes it doesn't pay off. It's more about nowadays who you know to get you where you're going. And this is why the social skills needs to be up. Mm-hmm. Because the world work doesn't work on what you know. Mm-hmm. It's about what, who you know now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well said. All right. Let's get into the question of the week. Are you gentlemen ready? I'm ready. Ready. Yep, yep. Question of the week says, is it death or is it a world change? Do you believe that there's a life after death? 
I think it's a world change. It's a world change. Yeah. What kind of world you think is popping off? Like, you got half regular human body. You got this genie little swiggly ghost piece and stuff looking like Casper. Nah, I, I think just um, just, just the same, just the same old thing what we're seeing now. Just with no recollection of, of being here before. And hopefully you can get guided through it and get whatever you need to get right and just and, and, and get it right so you don't have to come back. Hmm. Okay. How about how about you? I'm hoping that it's life after death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good answer. Good Hope answer. Is good. Yeah. Hope is like, good. like, like I have I have, you know, I have brothers that not biological, but I have, you know, loved ones that I grew up with, day ones that I've lost. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even family members that I've lost, people that I consider family, that I am praying and hoping that I will, will one day be with them again and see them, you know? So that's why I'm saying I'm hoping that there's that form of life after death, right? Mm -hmm. But, um... Nowadays, I'm feeling that once you're gone, you're gone. I don't think there's really anything that's going to happen in regards to reincarnation. Oh. I think once you're really dead, because I believe like once a person dies, the spirit does, you know, float around and protects you and family and stuff like that still be with you. Mm -hmm. Right. But that's it. If to me, if that happens, how are you reincarnated again? Could be something else. I get what you're saying. Right. I I feel for me, I don't feel like it's a world change. I just feel like it's a body change. So I feel like if let's say set person is the past, let's say August 1st, 2023, mm -hmm. right? I feel like they will be reincarnated and stuff as like maybe another, a newborn child somewhere with the same essence. Because I feel like there's certain people and stuff like the, the eyes are the window to the soul. Right. So I feel like certain people and stuff, you can look and be like, yo, you, I feel like you've been here before. Because I heard a lot of people always say that to like some kids or some other people and stuff like, yo, this is not your first rodeo and stuff here. And I feel like the more you go along and learn these, I want to say real lessons, because I feel like humans make things more complex than what they need to be, mm -hmm. it comes to a point like once you get it, now you're gone. So karma, karma, for example, karma is like, if you don't get it right, you keep coming back until you get it right. Right. And I feel like it's more of a concept and stuff towards that. Right. For me. So I don't think it's a world change. I think it's just a, all right, you ain't get this right. We're going to pick up and stuff. You're going to be a baby born September 1st, right. 2023. Let's hope you get this shit together and stuff this time. Because I feel like there's certain times stuff, like, for myself, I might not have... I might have been. I don't know. Let me ask you both a question. I think I know where you're going with this. I, I want to say so. I was waiting for you to finish. Jump in. Have you both ever... I don't know if it's in a dream or you're just randomly just having a thought, but have you ever had like a internal mental vision of you being placed somewhere that have nothing to do with your real life. Bingo. That's, that's going on right now. That. Right? And you're like, 
where am I? Or what? what's Who going on here? Who is that? Right, right, right. <laughs> Who is right, that? Right, right, like, right, and then right. you snap back. And then you right. snap into your real... Your, your regular... Real, yeah, 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 your regular... That. Yeah, yeah. I feel like those and stuff are like parts and stuff because, all right, according to what neuroscientists say, mm-hmm. we only use 10% of our brain. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like every time we've, we've lived a life like that, we've put away a little piece of stuff of it in there. The brain is the memory jungle. Things go in and they don't come out. Right. So now you might have this clip of you like at World War II and battle or something like that. Or, and you're, and you or, snap- you're, a, or you're a knight. Yeah, you're, yeah, or you're yeah, a knight. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're armor and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly just that. And then you snap back and stuff whatever. So now you're watching Braveheart now. You're like, yo, I feel that. I can live that whatever. No, no, you know no, what I'm saying? No, I, I, that's what I feel. Yeah, I, I, no, I get yeah. it. I get it. So that's why I feel like, I don't know if it's a world change. I just feel like, you know, it's, you didn't get it right at that time or there's something you missed. I always, I always thought of this and, and think of this because this, this is, the thought of this is trippy, right? Mm. They say, and and I think they even based off one of those little, those, those cartoon movies off of it, they, that, um, that souls are just waiting for, for babies to be born. So they can now, it's like, okay, that's, this is my this is my way back into the world. As a fresh baby born, this is my body. I jump in it now. I mm. I come in and inhabit this body. Right. So they say everybody, everybody has a soul, right? Mm, yeah. If that's the case now, right? Mm. What's gonna start happening when they start creating these artificial humans? Where are the souls gonna come from? Are the souls gonna jump into these artificial humans, or are these artificial humans just not gonna have no souls? I mean, if you want to play with some futuristic shit, I would say, well, let's think about this. What if everything tied to your name, right? Online. Let's say your social medias, all the platforms you've been on and stuff, whatever, some of your thoughts, some of your photos and everything like that, you can now download into an AI. Mm. It's, I want to say it's still you, Right, right. But I think the essential soul piece and stuff, whatever, is still not there. Right. A thousand percent, yeah. Right. So I would feel it would be more on a, on that lane way and stuff of that. To mm-hmm. me, I don't, I don't got all the answers, though. So this is why they have those movies that prep us <laughs> for what's <laughs> to come. What's to come. How much <laughs> do you want to upload to the world about you now? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's so funny because, the, like, the argument now in, in, in arts and entertainment, like, the whole thing of, AI created music, but it's it's funny because we all know that when somebody creates a piece of music, mm-hmm. a lot of that is not just the technical ability and the theory that goes behind. A good portion of that is that person's soul that he's pouring into that music, of course, right? Mm-hmm. And that's and, and you know a lot of times you feel that through the music, exactly. Right? So I'm like. Yeah, these AIs, they know the technical stuff. They can do that very well, but where are they going to get the soul to put into it? Mm. That, I think, is going to be the the difference for a while. Good point. Well said. That's what's up, man. Good point. You guys ready for some Ask the Sons questions? Ready. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> First Ask the Sons question comes from Starry Night. If your dick could make a sound every time you got hard, what sound would it make? 
Let's hear this smooth. I want to hear your shit. Because your mind goes far and your music man, right, too. Right. That's, that's, that's calling all the females. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's going to call. It's going to make the mating call. What else is going to do? Oh, that's your... <laughs> what else is it going to do, Marvin? Kind sir, I'm not even mad at that now. I'm not even mad at that now. When you put the mating call to it, whatever. Sling, what you got, man? Let me hear yours. Oh, see, see, I like that. I was thinking Transformers. So, you know, it's rock hard ready now, whatever, you know? The Transformer. Transform. I went from like chill to like. Business. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 Yo. That was funny. <laughs> oh, I'm not mad at that, man. I'm not mad. Uh, not at all. Um, next question comes from Limit Breaker. What's really dangerous, but everyone treats like it's safe? I said I said the Carney Festival rides and stuff, whatever, those little little bootleg fairs. Mm -hmm. But you know the thing I thought about and stuff too when I was telling you guys? Driving. I thought of, I thought about driving too. We take driving so lightly when there's like driving fatalities and stuff on the road like every day. Yeah. Every and just even a country. Mm -hmm. Every day there's a driving fatality and stuff, whatever, right? And I kind of like I always kind of look hope for the best. Like, to be honest, I always say, worst case scenario, I talk to uh, like God, God is my bestie, because I talk to God every every morning. Right. And so before I get ready to go out and to go for work and everything, I always like, yo, God, yo, guide and protect the car mm -hmm. that I'm in. And some mornings and stuff, if I'm on the road to see like a horrific accident or anything like that, like I think one day I was leaving here after recording. Yeah. I went to go see a friend and I seen like legit fire trucks and stuff trying to out of the car and stuff on fire. And I'm like, I hope that person got out. Right. I right, hope right. it was nothing like that. You yeah, know, for sure, for sure. But we just take it so lightly because somebody's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to such and such's house." A lot can happen. So for me, driving is one of them too. So you got driving too smooth. What about you, Sling? Honestly, I think for myself, I would say um, the internet. Mm. Talk about it. Um, it's good. A lot of people think it's very safe but it's actually very dangerous very very so very, very dangerous um our kids yeah yeah that's our facts, kids, yeah, facts. i'm not mad at that facts. our kids are being like you know watched being lured into things behind our backs you know um a lot of fake accounts a lot of people doing a lot of weird stuff a lot of people setting up people to get killed Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? right? But it's like a gift and a curse. Yeah. Because if you utilize it the right way or the correct way that it was, I feel it was supposed to be made for, then you can get great benefits. But, you know, like anything out there, people will find, you know, things that they can dissect. Right. Or make it work for them. Yeah. I mean, and make it work for them. You right? say it all the time. Yeah. Know, the same fire that keeps you warm is the same fire that you can use and burn somebody else with. Pretty much. Pretty much, right? So that's how I'm looking at it for that question. I think the internet is something that's 
very dangerous, but a lot of people think that it's very safe because, you know, we have this tool that we can utilize. And we have this this feature and stuff to protect your kids, right. but people are still yep. getting lured in. Yep. 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 Well said. Well mm -hmm. said. Okay. We got the last one coming up. Last one comes from Pleasing Pudding. What would you do if you woke up as a girl? We'll start with you, Sling. <laughs> we've been, we've we've had a question like this before. I'm assuming this is a newer listener. We appreciate you, yeah. <laughs> but I already know where I'm going with this because I'm gonna still stand on all still ten stand toes. On, still stand on so, ten toes. what would I do? So you went to bed tonight. Mm. You woke up as a woman. What would you What would you do? I think I'm in a dream, number one. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I don't know what I would do. Um, You're not playing with the equipment? Because I am. <laughs> I'm going to play with the equipment. You're going to play with the equipment? What equi Fam, what, I got no what, tits. What equipment? What are you talking about? <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys got to let me know what you're talking about. But me, I'm looking at like the equipment. Where I'm like, all right. No titties. I go to bed. I wake up with breasts, dick gone. Now I have vagina. I get what you're saying. So I, you're gonna I, you're gonna touch what was new. What's new? So that's the first thing you're gonna do. I mean, I, I'm in the bed. I might as well. Yeah, you're gonna wake <laughs> up and say, "Holy, what's I, this?" I think <laughs> the I best think, part I, of waking up. You know, I think the very first thing I would do is free code. I would freak out because, slightly, but I, I I would just do this. I'm like, this can't be happening. And I'll look around the room to be like, I am home. Right. What the hell? I would, I, I will tell you what I would think happened to me. I would think that somebody knocked me out, tried to put me as a male that wants to be a woman. Oh, like a transformer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. A real okay. transformer. Okay, right, right, You know, right. I got to care for my words, right? Yeah, right, 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 right. We've done that we, dance we, several <laughs> times on here. We've but, learned how to dance on the night, on the tightrope. But I would have felt knowing that mentally that, you know, I am a man and I've always been a man to wake up now that I would think some kind of thing like that took place. Mm -hmm. But I would freak out because knowingly that I'm a man now turning into a woman. And you had no power over it and they did this, this to you. This is not normal mm -hmm. and I'm going to be tripping. Well said. I think <laughs> I think after I get over my initial shock <laughs> and get through the tripping stage, yeah. I'm going out the road and seeing how much money I can scam. <laughs> mm. Right? Come on, dog. If I have one day, I'm trying to find how much boops mm -mm. can take me off and eat to see how these women live. Boops, some of sugar daddy some to the ones women. that don't speak patois. Some of these women, man. I wouldn't want to be a woman, man. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> I'm happy that I'm a man. I love women. I, I love, love you, women. I love women. I would never ever want to be one for the fact that I see and I think we all have seen if we've had like women's in our life that you know they go through a lot just as 
in general, being a woman. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, we as men, we go through a lot, but certain physical things that we don't have to do every month and... Facts. That, 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 that was the thing. That, yeah. that was yeah, the we, thing. Yeah. I don't want to wake up and, you know, I don't was want... at flow happen. I was like, no, I don't want none of that. That's why, I, you know, I was like, let's play it safe here. Let's stay a man. <laughs> and the experience of um, pushing on a baby. Like, I, lo- I love being a dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids, I love you. You already know. But... For me to actually, I've witnessed my baby mother push up my kids. Mm. Right. I don't want to go through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Nah. But for some reason, a lot of women, they continue to do it. It's just a thing that some women will do forever. And I know some females out there that only that I know only has one. Right. And, and I know two. women that have five. Well, I mean, they, 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 they say after like the first couple, it, it, it gets... It gets easy, but I'm I'm saying there's still powerhouses. What? There's still powerhouses in my world. Who said that? No, no, they, they say that. I, I, maybe it doesn't get easier. They're probably better prepared, better trained, uh-huh. and you know, no, and and in their mind, it's easier. But I'm, it still looks like a struggle to me. Uh, like I said, I I I, I no. Yeah, he said he was. I seen, but I seen both of my kids be a boy too. He says he 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 ain't gonna. Look. No, so, oh, no, I'm I'm not, I'm not looking. I. I so my son, he C-section. Okay, he was C-section. So there is a difference. Yeah. Oh, there, there's a. I think if I was to ever look, I don't know if the the, the love I have for vagina might be the same mm. because I think certain things might be like, well, how am I gonna go into that now? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, right. they were doing their thing. She was up. I'm like, I'm here to hold your hand and motivate you and support, support you. Yes. And that's it. And then when everything is done, I'm like, all right, now we can talk your shit. Hey, everything's still tight up. <laughs> just keep it pushing. Like, hey. Keep it pushing. <laughs> you know? You're the real. Uh, I got you. Real. Okay. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for sending the questions, man. We Thank appreciate you. you. And Sling, I hope you enjoyed the questions from the fans. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. All right, man. <laughs> We are here at the end for the So Say the Sons for the week. Low motivation to help people get through the week. You ready, Smooth? You ready? Ready. So Say the Sons this week says, don't look down on anyone unless you're helping them up. So says so the Say sons. the Sons. I feel like a lot of times we don't really extenuate that hand, that helping hand and stuff too many times and stuff in today's world, what I see. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people are so quick to pass judgment when they don't know why the circumstance or why the situation took place. Right. Mm. Right. Right. So that's so say the sons for this week. Cool, cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. We thank you. We appreciate you for coming through Slime to tell people how to find you. Tell the people, you know, your church announcements, anything you got yeah, going on yeah. besides the book coming up. Right, because I mean, your organization, you do like they can't uh, stop, won't short, stop. Toy drives, clothing yeah. drives. So let the people know how they, you know, they can reach out to yourself and the organization if they want to donate. Well, first and foremost, I have a website. It's called the Mortgage Foundation. Right, you can find it on on internet. You can Google it. Just type the Mortgage Foundation. Mm-hmm. You'll find it. They'll see two different mortgage foundations. You'll probably see Mortgage Family Foundation. That is not me. 
right? Okay. It's themortgagefoundation.ca, right? If it's a website, you can go on Instagram and hit me up under at slingdads or sling underscore dads, I should say. S-L-I-N-G underscore D-A-D-Z. Um, yeah, I do a lot, man. I do a lot. I partner with a lot of people, you know what I mean? Um, in regards to just doing work, anybody can reach out to me in regards to, you know, supporting what they're doing as well. Yeah, like I told you guys, I have a book coming out that's mm-hmm. supposed to be out for beginning of 2024 called Lost and Found. It's basically um, just me telling about my life story from, you know, being born in Lawrence Heights, a.k.a. the jungle, mm-hmm. and, you know, raised in the Trithory Drive housing complex and things that I went through, becoming a diabetic, being a father of two autism boys, and becoming a community worker. Nice. There's, a lot, there's a lot, you know, that... In a nutshell, there's a lot, you know, that I went through. And, you know, I feel that my story can help a lot of people. So this is That's the reason why I'm doing it. You That's know? We up. appreciate you for yeah, that. You appreciate it. Like you can't I, hear like what said, you don't reveal, right? And like I said, when it's when it's ready read to drop, you know, you're more than welcome to come back and, you know, sit down. We help promote it. Yeah. And keep it pushing. Yeah, man. I appreciate you guys for having me on the podcast. Anytime. Well. Oh, anytime, yeah, man, yeah. Anytime. Like, like I said, man, like I, I, I've <clears> known you and every time like I, I like I come on the IG and I see the post and I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's very inspirational to me that to know that some of the the, the, the young the youngest that I know when I was a youth yeah. have now become men and now are using not only their their knowledge but their platform to help, you know, to help others and and Change other lives because that's that you are doing that. You are help changing lives. Yeah, man. I respect that and I appreciate that still. I might just be super biased, but I kind of dig that anybody that's willing to pour back into where they come from. Yeah. Is always heroes and stuff in my book. I look at it stuff like those are the real superheroes and stuff because you've seen the world and stuff, whatever, like what it could be without, but there's no place like home. (sighs) This is the reason why I can't stop going back. Right. I mean, because Mm -hmm. I don't live in that community anymore. Correct. Right. right. I live actually on the opposite side of the city. But at the same time, it's like, if I don't do it, who's going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's that Sick. part of me that's still there. So, you know what I mean? Shout out to everybody on the south side of Jane, Chichiwe, all of that, you know, North York section, Western Road, all of that, you know what I mean? It's always love. And I appreciate y'all for, you know, making me come in the community and do my thing too, you know what I mean? That's what's up, man. Of course. All right, people, you know how to find us. <clears throat> All streaming platforms, Particle Sons Podcast, particlesons.com, and YouTube. Search us, see us, so you can see us all. Once again, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. Peace and love, y'all. Peace. Particle Signs with Not Your Average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.